Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's brought to you by Vic Muskiak's Evolution Podcast. The man in charge of this episode is the host, Vic Muskiak. We are with Christina today. We are going to talk about something totally different. And my body can sense this because my allergies are kicking my ass today for some god on no reason. But allergies or no allergies, I am still... I know I'm supposed to be a tough guy on the show and, you know, but I do love animals, especially dogs. Dogs are my vice. And I know Christina does some, um, she share a lot about animal stories and help out and put out animal cruelty awareness out there. Yes, I do. And thank you for having me. I'm big proponent for animal rights and I actually uh, belong to a few groups who actually do legal stuff in regards to animal laws and everything like that. So I've been around that for a long time and like one of the greatest groups, I'm not part of them, but Animal Justice in Canada, it's the lawyers volunteering their time in order to further animal rights as a whole in Canada and give voice to animals. So they're one of the groups, but I volunteer my stuff mostly in US and uh, Actually, I've been even in touch with Steve Russell. He's one of the congressmen in Oklahoma. And I actually had a few things that he responded on pertaining animal rights too. He was actually, and I was actually very impressed. He's out of Oklahoma and he actually seemed to be very supportive about animal rights. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is very cool. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, think about animal rights or, or animal cruelty awareness. As in, you know, watching TV, uh, you hear that song, Eyes of an Angel, you get so sad, and about 10 minutes later, you're just like, eh, whatever. I looked up before the show, before we started the show, of stats, and these stats are absolutely sad. One animal is abused every minute, Annual over 10 million animals in the U.S. are abused to death. 97% of the animal cruelty cases comes from farms, where the most of the creatures do end up dying. Laboratory testing, it's 115 million animals every year. That is just crazy. Oh, so- yes. It is. Unfortunately, it was the lab testing, which I'm against, obviously, a million percent. But sadly, those Jekyll and Hydes, and, you know, they think they're going to find a new vaccine for humanity. And a lot of times, those vaccines are even outside of vaccines, medications, animals, immune system is not the same as humans. So it's wasteful of, for example, minks getting slaughtered for fake lashes that now, you know, half of the world in the Western atmosphere has to have. You see all these women with fake lashes, but poor minks got murdered just so she could have a longer vanity lashes. And half of them already, you know, I don't think lashes would help them look better either. But I mean, that's yeah. another thing for vanity because I don't think lashes is what makes somebody, to be honest. I think it's more to do with, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, superficial beauty, but I think you know, what's inside that counts most. I think you have to be a good person first. And for most, no fake lashes is going to help you with that. I think that comes with maturity when you realize that you don't need that. Well, I think it comes with also the type of class and what you value yourself at because, and I'm not going to get into spiel, but I think majority of people who I've seen them wearing, the only time I'm actually very shocked it happened Olympian gymnastics teams, those girls had fake lashes on competing. 
This is the only time I actually was very surprised because I've always thought, and even myself as a kid doing gymnastics, I always thought that gymnastics beauty was based on your skills, performance, how strong you are, not based on how you look. Yeah. I mean, all in honesty, people are not watching your face. They're looking at your skill level and what you can do and, you know, what somersaults, triples you can do and, you know, everything else. Not you know, what lashes you have on while competing. And I was actually quite shocked because you would think there would be more awareness because we have mental health awareness and now animal rights awareness. I'm like, what happened there? Like, how come we came short on all of that? But overall, I mean, outside of like Olympians and sports people, a lot of times what I found when people have too many enhancements of that nature, usually they either have low self-esteem or they're trying to earn money only based on their body versus actual anything intellectual or any type of, you know, being a good person. Is this the way my dad keeps on calling this everything going on in the world? He's a, it's a new world order. It's the way things are right now. Well, I also believe that I think we're spoiled in a way because, you know, with animals, they don't have a voice. You know, a lot of animals don't even have food to eat or, you know, anywhere to sleep. And same goes for children around the world. We are in the Western world as much as we complain about pandemic, like look what's happening in Afghanistan. I mean, yeah, that's... I think we're spoiled. I think all the stuff, another vanity, you know, every year it's like, what's next? You know, what other procedure will be next to enhance something? Because people are selling it that you need it, you know? Speaking about Afghanistan, you see, you're a bad influence. You don't have me go off subject because you know so. <laughs> I did not get this, I usually, say something if I get three sources that confirms it, only heard one of this, about the Taliban were looking for the uh, Afghanistan women's soccer team. And they were planning to kill each one of them. I don't, I don't know anything about that. The only thing I was following Afghanistan is a lot of animal rights groups, activists are actually staying after evacuation to help the animals because now all the people that are left, and I know that no service dog stayed behind for US, but I didn't really follow what you know. I don't even have any information on that. Cause like I said, my support, I've like I said, majority of my causes are animal rights related, always have been. And people, you know, jump on me. How come I don't do as much for other stuff? But I'm mostly involved in that these days. I used to volunteer with kids with cancer to get them in the trials, but that kind of has its own connotation. Unfortunately, even in that, not everybody's honest. Yeah, and that's why I don't. I as much as I would try. A lot of people, and it's sad to hear when people, you know, your child is dying and you're dishonest. You know, like fortunately, I never got involved in raising money for those causes. But as far as everything else, there's a lot of problems with that. So I kind of moved away from that angle. As sad as it sounds, it's like the um, it's like the way that you know. How should I put this? You know the adoptions process in the United States is tremendously broken. It's just like the same thing with animals and like the, and going through the process of being find good owners. And because the top two, which I didn't know about, they said the top two animals in the US being abused are dogs and horses. See, that is very sad. I don't know much about a horse. Like, I mean, obviously I know there is abuse, but I, like I said, I mostly know about dogs and cats. And I think there should be like a registry same way sex offenders have to be registered and pedophiles. I agree. There should be animal abuser registry. And I think no registry should be allowed to adopt. Also, I think the free to good home on Craigslist is a horrible idea because a lot of dog fighting rings are using those dogs as baits. Cats are getting abused. And unfortunately, everybody knows animal cruelty charges don't carry the same penalties as everybody else. 
in the United States, you can go to jail for any type of paraphernalia, even and I'm not talking about drug trafficking for 10 years, but you can abuse an animal and be out within a year or even get probation. You know, and the animal is murdered because we still consider animals chattel, which is like in legal terms, property. They're still considered chattel. They're not considered, so basically speaking, you're just destroying your own property, which is completely unacceptable. And I wish those laws will change. And I believe there's few countries that actually gave animals their rights, but it's far few in between. New Zealand did, but overall Canada has horrible track record with abuses. You know, that's not the main topic. Yeah, it's just, it's just nuts about how everything just like fell apart with animals and stuff like that. Because I love my animals. I went, I can't even think about laying a nasty hand on them. I've never abused any animals. I do take care of my animals. My animals came from the shelter. I adopted mine. One came from a shelter and everything like that. I mean, I, and I also bought animals before too, but I mean, I tried to do, you know, like I said, I do rescue dogs because I think, you know, they need a home more than anything. And also, I think overbreeding should stop too. I think there needs to be more done where there's too many breeders. We don't need that many animals in the world. I think, you know, like there's so many homeless ones. Yeah. And that's another problem. And I think, you know, even with the registries and stuff, it's still not enough because anybody can breed an animal in the backyard. Yeah. There should be laws about, you know, a certain amount of like, it's like in China, you can't have more than two kids. Why not have like one or two dogs breeding or something like that? Or, or well, I think, you know, I think there should be allowance for sanctuaries. And if you zone yourself as one, you know, to help more animals. Cause like, but at the same time, like I said, it's a big problem and continues. And unfortunately, like, you know, with the COVID stuff, we, we require COVID passports soon, but we don't have, you know, animal registering abuses. Nobody cares how many animals truly die and more animals die than any people died from COVID. So, I mean, not that I'm trying to say they're, you know, same as people or not, but I, they're living beings. And I think anybody who is religious or even claims to be religious, how comes they're not watching what's happening with an animal murder? You know, everybody's screaming about abortion rights. What about animals? Yeah, you're right. Because it, it, they, no one gets, <laughs> like you said, no one gets, no one gets upset about animals really until someone like the dog, the family dog passes away. Then you start feeling that all your family dogs is family. It's not just, you know, a dog. He is part of your family. And it just sucks, you know, that. But, you know, it's just people don't think. That's all it is. People just don't think. Well, that and also how many adoptive animals end up murdered a month or two later. There's huge stats on that, too. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, to adopt a kid, you have to go through parental training. You know, they have to take classes. But, like, to adopt an animal, they don't even offer... You know, not even a ch- like good rescues do checkups and do their due diligence. Yeah. But like, for example, anybody can adopt anywhere else. They don't really need anything. You just show up. Doesn't matter what you have, what you don't have, you know, who knows your history. I mean, that's the whole thing. And it's the sad part. Like, you I know, used to, I used to work at a hotel called In by the Sea. It's like right off the ocean in um, Cape Elizabeth, Maine. They did a deal with the animal shelter where each week they'll have a, or each month they'll have a new dog behind the desk. And if you want to adopt the dog, you go down to the shelter, you do all this paperwork, stuff like that, and you can bring home the dog. People from like Canada, Texas would just come down to visit for a vacation. They'll be going home with the dog. 
Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, thank you. That maybe you should have like a Zen on your podcast. I have quite a few friends who are bloggers on YouTube, and like you know, but they're big bloggers. Like they have two, three hundred thousand people on there, and they actually feature every week a shelter that needs help or an animal. But they only feature shelters that they not know, but they know it's not you know like a farm or anything. Uh-huh. Or, you know, and I thought that's a great idea, too. You could help out with that, you know, like featuring maybe, you know, once a week you have a, at the back of your podcast, you have if you want to help somebody. Or put oh, season, in- season two is going to be, we're going to spread this a lot more than wrestling. We got plans for season two that's going to be like, there's a humane society about 20 minutes away from here. Oh, that'll uh, be pretty about, cool. Think about reaching out to say like, hey, you know, someone, someone want to talk? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, what's going to say? No. But oh, they, they, they want to say no because we got we all of our cats and dogs. My parents always went for always went for purebred. Has to go upstate house, you know, two grand later. We got all our, our animals that he needs sighted. You know, been very happy since. Well, both of my dogs, like yeah, I have rescues. Both of mine are like from a shelter rescue. One had mange, no fur, had skin conditions, all kinds of stuff, and took him. He grew his fur back. It took quite a year, but yeah. Both of mine were like, you know, nobody really wanted them. So, yeah, yeah. they're great. And I love them. And I don't want anybody else. They're grateful and happy animals. But, yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think always just because somebody's purebred, the dog is better. I don't think they're smarter. There's a lot of purebred dogs. And my dog would be smarter, like, you know, being a mutt, that I still don't know what kind of mutt, versus some purebred even husky. And I'm not picking on huskies, but I'm just saying. You know, I've seen <laughs> some purebred dogs very not intelligent. <laughs> yeah, but they're cute. I mean, they're, they're, they're good-hearted. I mean, they're kind-hearted and good spirits. It's just a little... But what small. I'm saying is it doesn't mean that purebred is better as a pet. Yeah. It's vanity. People, a lot of times, it's vanity. Yeah. Yeah, there's certain breeds, like working breeds for the blind, you know. There's different dogs that are good for certain, you know, things you do on the farm. Yeah. But I mean, overall, though, it doesn't mean anything. Purebred doesn't mean better in any way, shape, or form. Same as royal blood doesn't mean anything. Look at Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I'm not even going to go there. But, like, look at their exposés alone. <laughs> well, they, everyone thinks that if they're if you get at a pet store a shelter, you know, inbreeding was done and the dog's life gets cut down. That's the fear of it. Listen, I had a black pure lab a lab that died in two years old and I was devastated and it's a purebred dog. So honestly, you never know. You never know. I mean, if the dog's going to die when it's 13 by hit by a bus or whatever, it's going to happen. It's just... Even humans, you never know what life brings. One thing about life, you don't know what moment can change your life. Oh, tell me about like Last year, my mom died and that changed everything. Things still oh. aren't the but... It's a circle of life, you know? I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what I believe in as far as life and death. That's a whole different discussion. <laughs> yes. Was it itself? I'm not even, like I said, I'm, <laughs> and I think that's a heated one because I think a lot of religions come into play and organized religions and beliefs. And like, you know, I wish I could have a good debate about it, but I think given the scope of the world, unfortunately, religion does not work as a debate. Because no. I think there's going to be people who are overly passionate about one way and there's others, you know, if you ask, you know, if you ask anybody, for example, who's not Seventh-day Adventist, if you don't believe that, you go to hell. If you're yeah. not born again Christian, they believe that. Catholics believe something else about something else. So honestly, I think that topic you could not really have 
And it's all based on hypothesis in a way too. That's personal belief. Yeah, because if, if something comes about and I don't want to go to church, I like to be have the option of saying, you know what? I'm not in the mood to go to church today. And not be like, oh, I got to go to church, drive the kids out, like sit them down. Oh, have Jesus feel. Oh, I'm, I'm Christian, but I'm also 50. I think I'm like either 50 or more spiritual. You know, I don't think going to church is what meant to, to be God believer. You can believe at home. You can practice good principles. I've seen people who go to church and then go and steal something. So, I mean, it doesn't mean it's good or bad. I think it's great that people have beliefs and they follow something, but it's not mandatory. I don't believe that's how life should be. If you don't go to church, suddenly you're not a Christian. I go because my wife wants me to go and, and they ask for help. I do help them out. But like the whole plate passing around, I don't put money in it. I don't know. As far when I was a kid, I used to go to church all the time, and you know. But once I got to be an adult, I haven't. But as a kid and schooling, I did used to go to church a lot. I mean, I think for a kid, I mean, I was more of like waking up. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, I can't say if it was helpful or not. But you know, my parents did it, and I think a lot of kids go to church in Sunday school. I think it's very common. Yeah, I mean, when. When you live in the boonies like I do, you'll realize that we have like one church, middle of town. You go to church, you see everyone in town, you say hi, stuff like that. You be like, you're like, be friendly. And then you go home and you just like, screw it. Take off your pants, watch football. Well, and plus a lot of business deals happen that like people who know church members, you know, if you need anything, it's in the small communities. I think church is where like the center of, everything that's how it always used to be i think it's bigger towns that things changed oh yeah definitely because when i was in the city church was like no big deal around here it's like oh okay yeah yeah, you know it's like i'll probably see you there and you end up seeing the person but my wife gets most of her business from people who goes to church well which is good for her it's good networking at least you know you know that the church person is not going to stiff her on payment (laughs) they won't stick with the payment but they will try to chisel you down yeah, but I think it's better to chisel you down than not pay people, I think, but we're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the theme of the week or the month anyways, not paying people. Yeah, it seems to me. But you know what? Unfortunately, it's very common these days. That's why animal cruelty comes in. I think people who are dishonest, I think they abuse animals too. I think, you know, I think it's anything escalates. In all honesty, it's like drug users. First, everybody you hear on stories on TV, for example, they, everybody started first smoking weed. Then they graduated to harder drugs. Then they stole. I'm not saying everybody who started, like, you know, with weeds, you know, get up. But what I'm saying is it's like anything. Once you not pay people, you lie, then you steal, then you forge, then, you know, by the time you finish, you know, suddenly everything is okay. If you get away with one thing, if you abuse animals, I think eventually you'll abuse humans. I genuinely think that people who abuse animals probably abuse humans too somewhere along the lines. They'll graduate. Like the whole, when the Michael Vick scandal broke open, about him doing this dog fighting ring. It didn't surprise me. For some reason, it didn't surprise me. It's just like, all right, you have a, you know, egotistical, cocky quarterback who just doing shifty shit. It's sad, but it's like, it, yeah. it, just, it just didn't surprise me. Yeah, but I think NFL, the problem is as much as I love football and everything, I think NFL should do better. There's a lot of players in NFL who get charged with domestics, a lot of different violence. I don't think they should be playing ever again. I think there should be different standards and the standard has been forgotten because, you know, there's so many 
athletes who are involved in those type of things and why are they not punished? Like animal abuse, Mike Leake should have been in prison for much longer than he got. Hands down. He was out very reasonable compared to what he did. That's true. You know, you're right, but that ruined his career. So I think in the long run that he is, his life is not going to be the same. Never. But I don't think he's that poor. Actually, I, actually, I think he works for Fox right now. Fox or FS1 or something like that. See, so, somebody hired him? Never mind that. Fuck him. Okay. That's, <laughs> no, especially those, what he was doing. Yeah, he should have gotten a longer sentence. Because he wasn't just like kicking them or like, so he was like drowning them and electrocuting them. Like I said, I don't even know. I think those people should be banned. But you know what? This is a whole problem with all this. You know, Me Too movement. People lost their careers over Me Too movement, which I actually believe that rapists should be punished. But then at the same time, you got this animal abusers and networks still hire them. They still get a job somewhere. You know, and this is a problem. You know, like, for example, even take Trump's sons, they trophy hunted extinct animals. And, you know, they're still kicking, clearly. But I mean... You know, and I also have a lot of people. I don't, I don't support any hunting, but at least I know farmers. At least the people who hunt to use it as food, but mm. people don't respect trophy hunting. There's nothing manly about killing an endangered species with a gun. Now around here, hunting's very big. You have your like your regular hunting season. You have crossbow, and you have your muzzle shooting season. And I guess to get the deer population down, I just, I couldn't do it. Oh, I would not ever support that. But what I'm saying is, but like trophy hunting, especially, I find that beyond disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I think I understand the whole concept of hunting, but I find it disgusting. Well, like I said, trophy hunting, especially, that's why Trump kids were into it. There's pictures, and like I said, but I mean, you know, I don't support Trump anyway, so I'm not surprised about his kids. But sadly, a lot of people do like them these days. But what really sad about this is like, you know, to get off the topic about animals for a second, you know, a lot of people are also, I think if they do that to an animal, I think they'll do it to humans too. That's my whole point. No, you're right. Anything with a heartbeat. Exactly. So that's my point. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I'm obviously not saying that anybody's a child abuser, but I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing's starting so, to surprise me in this world anymore. It really well, isn't. Well, unfortunately, but I mean, I think it was always there. The only difference is I think because we have social media, internet, we can find out what happens in parts of the world that we never knew to communicate. Before yeah. internet came around, 1950s, how would you know how many animals were killed in a county over if you don't have internet? Yeah, go to the library, go to the encyclopedia and look it up. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't keep track of it. And even in general, like even now me and you communicating, you never know. You know, now you can sit in Canada, communicate with anybody in the world, for example, or sit in U.S. and communicate in Australia. And you can do, you know, join podcasts. You can do anything. YouTube, you can have your own channels. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's such a big difference. Before, everything was scripted. Like TV before uh, YouTube and social media, everything was scripted. The only shows that got on either were mainstream networks, alternative networks. But even then, people had to subscribe. Otherwise, you would never get them. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's why we know more, but I don't think people became more cruel. I think the awareness is more there now. I think there's always going to be sick people. Unfortunately, I because I consider them to be sick and I don't think they should be in society, but what can you do? You know? Yeah, it's like social media. It's like, that's the real evil in this country, right? Or this world right now, social media. You know, like it i use it a lot and i think it's good to have it like now on facebook you can buy anything you can buy a car on facebook 
<laughs> you can do everything on social media, which I like, but I also think there's a lot of evil and I also think, you know, I'm an adult, but I think young children, I think that's the biggest problem because they're not taught how to properly use it and the stuff they post and what happens on social media now sometimes is so cruel just for likes. Ooh. Yeah. And it haunts them for the rest of your life because once you have something public, it never goes away. Yeah, you're right. I've it said many things before away. that's bitten me in the ass. Many things. People never forget. It never goes away. And that's the thing, too, that people should be aware. Anything you ever do, it will be there, you know? And that's another thing, which is good. You can track them in certain animal abusers because there's even videos now. People can record them and post them. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, this is the whole thing about it. But like you said, there's good and bad with everything. Yeah. Well, social media, I think it's just such a delicate weapon that if it can be used for really good or really evil, that's what I should have said. Oh, no, that's true. I mean, honestly, I like social media, but I'm also, I should actually clear it. I don't use social media for anything except uh, awareness animal rights, my articles, or any type of like podcast or anything I do. I do not use social media just to post posts about myself. I don't use it. There's no post besides maybe one odd pictures that I would ever post about anything. And again, it would be related to some project I'm working on. So I have zero personal stuff on social media. And, well, I just like it because at the end of the day, I still like my privacy. I'm also not looking. The only audience I like and I appreciate all connections I have are as a professional, somebody who is in media business or I have something in common professionally. I do not add people personally and people actually get mad about that too that I don't add people personally unless I know them because my stuff is very specific like if anybody looks at my Facebook and you know that it's all animal rights animals 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 and odd you know something else that I know people off otherwise I don't have anything else going on so if you're not into that I don't have any social media just for like pictures or socializing, you know, like people are like, before they even asked me on Facebook, well, why don't you picture post pictures more for yourself? Because I said, that's not what my Facebook is for. My Facebook account is purely related to media and animal rights because that's what I believe in. Yeah. It's your, it's your Facebook page. You can do whatever the heck you want with it. Oh, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But the but majority of people do post a lot of personal stuff. And sometimes it can actually, in one way, it's good awareness because you can find animal, you know, like, abusers or anything like that but on the second part i think some people actually open themselves up to trouble in there too especially teenagers because these days with a picture you can figure out where people live you can figure out what the underage girl you know at because people you know check in locations non-stop you know what i mean so i think there's a lot of problems with that and also the only bad thing i don't like craigslist pet listings because i think craigslist should bend that because there's a lot of problems with that because a lot of abusers look there for free animals. Also, people are backyard breeders and all that. But, you know, unfortunately, Craigslist doesn't do enough. But what can Craigslist. you say? Craigslist, that's evil. That's just where the worldwide hang out. Well, that and a few other sites. Yeah, well, of course, and other wrestling promotions, yeah. but we won't get into that right now. Oh, I don't know anything about promotions in Craigslist. I couldn't imagine actually being successful promoting anything on Craigslist. Because I think dollars in Craigslist could be good for if you want to know what's happening in your community on topics. But even then, now they have a neighborhood app everywhere. Log in and... <laughs> yeah, Craigslist, back in the day, it was valuable. Now it's just 
Yeah. Well, when it all started, old school, when AOL was around and all that was around. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was only a couple other sites that find evil, and even though I never been on them, like OnlyFans, for example, I think oh. exploitation. Uh, don't get me started on OnlyFans. Uh, I think they opened their eyes and realized you take away the hardcore porn stuff, it's nothing. That's why they decided to lift that ban. Actually, you'd get a kicker out of it. Somebody from Facebook, uh, I'm not going to say who, female, tried to connect with me on Facebook. She's an OnlyFans, and she wrote a message asking me what type of media promotion I do. <laughs> I actually responded saying that I'm not in her line of work, and if it's anything that doesn't align with at least somewhat of uh, libertarian or Christian values, I would not be interested. <laughs> we, can't, we can't blame her trying, trying to get the best. Oh, thank you for what I'm saying. Is I was very surprised because my page is so conservative. It says my bag is risk management litigation. <laughs> so you kind of would assume. <laughs> you, you want to charge 50 to 75% up front? <laughs> like a payday is a payday. No, I don't get it. Well, honestly, that's one thing. I stay away from anything related to smut. I have a personal policy. I do not get involved in any smut. Any type of that activity, any type of anything of that nature is not for me. It's not what I would be comfortable putting my name on, promoting. And also, I think the type of people who follow that kind of stuff, I don't really want to be associated with them. That's how I started my podcast. That's how I got started. That's, I mean, before, it was just by myself, by myself, and COVID hit. And then it was like, so does anyone want to come on? And I was getting a bunch of face girl. They uh, only fans girls come on and talk about the thing. I figured, hey, I was finally getting people on to start, and I just grew from there. I oh, I didn't it. know that about your podcast at all. I think when I met you, you already had stopped going, so I don't think I've ever even looked up yet. <laughs> well, it was already the direction side of things, a uh, wrestling side of things when you popped up. It was already, but before it was like, yeah, I was like, guess is a guess, you know, guess start somewhere. You know what? Everybody has their things. I don't love, you know, like I said, it's just my five cents. But like I said, I don't. It's just something I don't do. But like I said, everybody has their choices and understanding. And, you know, I don't, you know, as long as you weren't the one supporting their OnlyFans. <laughs> no, my wife would kill me. I'll be like, <laughs> no more Vic. <laughs> but there are some OnlyFans sites which is dedicated about music and about fitness, about not about porn. Okay, well, see, I've never been on any, and I don't ever plan to go on that side. I also believe, and this is my belief, too, from security angle, I think those sites, if they ever get hacked, I think they'll have so much data caching, and you know that nobody can say, because remember that famous, I don't know if you heard about Ashley Madison? I'm sorry, my kid was wrapping up. No, I didn't hear. I haven't heard of that. Okay, so Ashley Madison, I don't know if it was only in Canada, because I'm not really certain, and the angle is it was for married people to facilitate cheating on their spouses. Some people believe though that you know porn's a healthy outlet. I I see both sides. I see both sides of it. Okay, but it's not even morality side I'm talking about. They got hacked and all that data was dumped. So all their plans and actually there was few divorces that actually a friend of mine actually was involved in, you know, like an attorney for those divorces that actually people got divorced because of that side dump. Yeah. Well, because I mean, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So when people join those sites, there's nothing 100% secure in the world. So when you join those kind of sites, prepare to get your information. 
Oh yeah, if you pay for it, def definitely, yeah. Yeah, but and, uh, I say I stay away from those sites as in general, I'll get myself in trouble. I only, like I said, I only follow sites remaining to animal rescue, animal rights, certain type of news, certain type of geopolitics, certain type of technical news. And like I said, I don't really, and I honestly don't have time to just sit around and look at some weird stuff. Like I said, it's not for me. It's not my, my moral compass. And like I said, I, I have certain values I abide and but I don't look down upon anybody. It's their business, but it doesn't mean I'll associate with them, but you know. Everybody has a free choice what they like or don't like to do kind of thing. But overall, I think we really deviated from animals as usual. I honestly believe that, like I said, I think it's great that you're going to add more stuff and awareness about animals coming in your season two. When is the kickoff for your season two? October 11th is the target date. Ooh, that's exciting. I should probably write an article about you, huh? It's a, I, don't, I don't want you to say you want 50% up front, so... <laughs> I don't uh, uh, I'm taking, I, the season one is going to end September in the end of September and then I'm taking 10 days off so oh nice we, some of the things we're going to do is we so people around here do not like professional wrestling they always have a smart ass remark so I'm like alright so we're going to say like alright how would you like to be to face a wrestler would you like to beat a wrestler we're going to name we're going to get we have this app that will give like random questions like trivia questions not about wrestling about other things like world today, science, entertainment, sports. And we're gonna ask someone 12 questions and we're gonna ask the wrestler 12 questions. If that wrestler does not match or beat the person that said to, we will give a $20 gift card to. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because we, because I hate the sites going like, hey, if, you, if you're the 100th person that like a page, you get a gift card. I hate that. It's like, if I'm not the hundredth person, what's the, why am I going to like the page? Oh, I totally agree with you. I mean, we thought, we thought about whoever likes hundred people would do a wheel, whoever the number lands on is the person who, like if you're like the 13th person to like the page and 13 pops up, you win. So we have, we and still more contests and everything next, next season. Cool. That's exciting to have a new season. I'm glad like your podcast is doing well. You're going into a second season. Second season, and thanks to Adam and Warrior Pro, I've met a lot of connections to the, to the talent. So, so October will oh, be a busy month again. You have a lot of bookings. Like I noticed, you have a lot of shows now than you didn't have before. So that's pretty cool. I got a lot of shows. It's just I need to get more hits. That's my that's the only. Mal, have you tried adding to TikTok and like you know? Uh... Hey, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, YouTube. Facebook group, it's Facebook page. YouTube? YouTube. Have you done YouTube yet? I have to do YouTube. I, I, I think it's known as, I need to cut my schedule down work on promoting more. It's not bad, like I said, I have a YouTube, but I don't do much in it. Originally, I used to do a lot of videos, and then it takes a lot of time, I think, because you're already recording podcasts, but for me to edit and everything, even for like 10 minutes, it takes so much time to put it together and do other things, but. Yeah, but I'm, uh, if I say like, let's say this episode, for example, Tuesday at one is the launch date for it. It's a release date. Because I promised my wife I'll take Labor Day weekend off. I still be working on eyes and ends, but no interviews Labor Day weekend. I made a promise to her, okay. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take that time and maybe do a web page or something. You could. See, I was supposed to have a website going and just people had said, you know, free website guys, whatever, contacted me. But the only caveat was that they wanted to pay like $250 up front for hosting for two years. And I wasn't going to go for it because I said, how do I know in two years what my hosting needs will be? Yeah, I would go through Weebly. It's a free site. Just it's not, it's like not all the bells and whistles, but it's generic. No, That's true. As long as it's going like, and to be honest, I think unless you're huge, you don't need all the bells and whistles. No, now I'm thinking about cutting down a couple of podcast platforms. Well, see what works for you. Like I said, depending which platforms are good, and like I said, what works best for you. Yeah, we're gonna sit down. Um, the team and I gonna sit down and talk about it. Do all my ten days off because I am definitely taking ten days off. I'm starting to get. I think I'm going too hard, too fast, trying to compete with five star. That I'm starting to burn out a little bit. Oh, nice. Well, like I said, I mean, you've been doing a lot. You've been putting out a lot. I was like, you must be super busy. Oh, it's yeah, it's something, and and juggle two kids as well. Oh, you have your hands full. Oh yeah, just another day in paradise. So what uh, animal awareness cruelty sites you think we should check on Facebook? Like for our listeners who want to help out and want to know more about it, where can they go? I think a lot of times, you know, like uh, ACC volunteers are great, both New York and Texas, because it's one of the high kill shelters. And, you know, they work with a lot of animals who are abused who arrive there. So they're also on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook. The people who do that and usually, you know, just uh, under animals or like shelters there's a lot of information out there for canadian users animal justice please they're a great group of lawyers like said the volunteers are time to help animal laws they're affiliated with a lot of things humane society is great there's a lot of ways you know just to bring awareness if you see a post on facebook or linkedin please share that's what i do you know sign petitions on change orgs they usually circulate as well and just by bringing awareness share videos with disclaimers if somebody's looking for an animal abuser to get them off the streets and everything like that. I think that's the best way to go about it. Donate to animal causes. I suggest donating. Like, you know, a lot of times they'll have a raise on LinkedIn and Twitter where people are looking to save one specific animal. The money goes to their medical care, which is like a help right there. It's not some unknown, you know, just huge charity. Sometimes people are very about that because there's admin costs in certain ways are associated with it. That's one of the reasons Red Cross, you know, there's a lot of been flagged back and forth because of the admin costs and overhead that they have. But like I said, yeah, so basically it's animal just awareness, just, you know, be there, know it's a problem, help as best as you can, can, you know, one animal at a time, try saving them. Season two, we are going to do an episode where there's going to be no rules, no time limit, we're just going to shoot the shit, you know that? Oh, that'd be pretty cool. I would enjoy that. And like I said, I'm a Zoom person, so I really enjoy Zoom. Mm -hmm. So for me, Zoom is the best way to communicate, and it seems to be where the connection seems to be working better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Christina, I know you have to go back to work. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for your time and everything like that, I guess. Well, it's Friday, so like I said, awareness time, and I have stuff that I need to do and everything like that, you know. I wish, you know, it's a long weekend, but still going to be doing stuff. So, but like I said, with COVID and work too, I think a lot of stuff like my media stuff and COVID hit, my stuff got cut down quite a bit as well and like, certain sites and even articles. I think like for me, COVID, the whole pandemic thing, it did like my media, it did slow down and like 
projects and film industry it did slow down a lot for me so that's for sure but like i said eventually we'll get back where hopefully we'll get back to the same yeah hopefully one of these days once they figure out what's going on yeah because like i said at this point like i said the media stuff dropped out for me more than 50 percent so but like I said, it has nothing to do, it just has to do with some COVID optics. And like I said, even like film projects, they dropped off significantly, but it's all good. I'm not going to talk about anything like that because like I said, there's animals who are suffering. They're doing much worse than what I'm complaining about. <laughs> well, you're part of the um, podcast group page, aren't you? Sorry? Are you part of the Thick Muscat Evolution podcast? I believe I am. I'm not, I think I am. Yeah, on Facebook I am. I believe I am. Anything you want to post about animal awareness on it, go right ahead. Thank you very much. I definitely will. And I always appreciate you having me, of course. Yeah, I got to change the name of it. I want to change it to like Big Muscat Evolution, like community or something like that. If I haven't gotten around to it. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know, just try to help people out with their causes and careers as much as I can. Yeah, it's like my, uh, one of my stuff. It's called uh, Serious News with a Girl Next Door Flare. That's what I have as my slogan. It's <laughs> <laughs> classic. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Christina. You take care of yourself. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.